Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Ma kana 'ala an-nabiyyi min harajin fima faradallahu lahu sunnatallahi filladhina khalaw min qabl Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brothers and sisters, fellow viewers, we are with Mufti Abdurrahman and myself, Abdullah Wahid. We are entering into the eighth juz of the Quran. And uh, 
Mufti Saab, are you okay, Mufti Saab? How's everything? How you? How you? Just to, to let, to let the viewers, alaykum, let the viewers know who that was, Idris Nawaz, and they can. One of our students from Michigan Islamic Institute, a boarding student, he's in the fourth year of Alim course, and he's becoming a scholar from Dallas, Texas, and he's live every single day at two o'clock, between two o'clock and two forty-five on Facebook and YouTube. Um, you can hear his beautiful voice along with Qari Nur Huda. Uh, and so, and then you have Mufti Wahab come at the end of that for a few minutes of reflection. So that was Idris Nawaz, and here goes the Wahwa again, Bajan. Ando, 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 ando. How are you doing? Um, yeah. Um, um, I was hoping that you give me a compliment. I want to look like you today, so I put the turban on. But I can't make you. I can't do. I can't see anything that will make your turban fly off. No, but you know, I put it on just to make you happy. You know, like you know. And I cut oh, my hair. I cut my hair, so I don't look like Jesus anymore. Man, I'm telling you, man, you look like Jesus, man, coming from the sky. <laughs> tell, tell everyone my, what my nickname was. <laughs> I mean, when you walk in the mall, everybody calls you Jesus. <laughs> and, and all the Christians want to do bay on you. They want to pledge to you. So when, I I'm play, when I'm playing basketball, they call, they, when I'm playing basketball, they call me Air Jesus. Air Jesus? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Those. Air <laughs> God's peace be upon you. Uh, Mufti Sab, um, let's go into the eighth juz. Uh, I just want to let you know, I put the turban on. I'm going to act serious today. You know, okay. I'm going to be serious. So I'm not going to be joking around too much today. Um, a lot of serious stuff going on. So please do not break my promise, my confident with you. Um, so let's go ahead, Mufti Sab, break us on how this juz starts, please. So uh, I I have a few ayahs written down that I want to speak to Babajan. Um So this juz again it has a correlation, right? It has there is maida, which is the tablecloth. Okay. Then you have an'am. What does an'am mean, Bajan? Blessings. Blessings, yeah. And then the blessings that Allah mentions, uh, food. food. It has it. All one of the means of it is also food and cattle, right? So cattle. this this surah talks a lot about the cattle, right? right? And blessings that Allah has sent. The so that it 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 connects with the you can say dastarkhan or the tablecloth. And the next one is uh, about the food that we eat. So a lot of a lot of mention about different foods and how to. Inshallah, one of the ayahs we will talk about is that ayah, and we did talk about that a few days ago as well, or maybe it was yesterday. And then right after that, half the juice is dedicated to the uh, Surah An'am and the rest of the half of the juice is dedicated to Surah Araf. I want to just tell the audience that Mufti Wahab, you know, gave a good, mashallah, concise reflection on the story of Araf, what Araf is. It comes on YouTube every single day live at 2 o'clock to 2.45. But if you missed it, it will come. It's a short clip, about 5 to 10 minutes, and it'll be on YouTube tomorrow. And we will probably put a, a link for that tomorrow at our live session. So for for people that want to know about Surah Araf and the story of Araf, we, we're going to guide you towards that because we don't have enough time to speak about all the different elements of the Surah. But Jan, I want to start off with a very beautiful verse where it's this Jews starts with it. Should I start, Bajan? Go ahead, Mufti Saab. You're the boss. <laughs> no, I'm not the boss, but uh, I wish. So this this uh, this Jews, one of the first few verses in this Jews is it speaks to all of us, right? And this is something that bothers many of us, especially people that live in the West. You know, we we ha we we it bothers us a lot. This this uh, aspect in our life, and Allah talks about this in aspect right in the first few verses, ayah number one twelve of Surah Al-An'am. Allah says, "Wa kadhalika jalla li kulli nabiyin adu." 
Allah says that every single prophet that came before you, the, the most noble people to walk on the face of the earth were the prophets of Allah. The Prophet was the noblest man to ever walk on the face of the earth. And Allah is saying to us in this ayah that every single one of them had haters, had critics, yep. had enemies. Correct. So don't fall down and say, like, yo, I don't know why. Why people don't like me? Why are they hitting on me? And why are they talking negative about me? Why they don't be don't have a soft skin. Imam Shafi'i says, don't have a soft skin about these things because really the whole thing. Huh? Say the whole thing. I have many other poems for you today, so I'm not gonna say the whole thing, okay? But basically, okay, okay. he's saying the thick skin part where we try so hard in our life. To make sure everyone around us is impressed and we get compliments from everybody. That's why we work so hard to look better, to, we buy the best clothes, we have all these filters online to make ourselves appear better. Forgetting that the only one, only like that matters is Allah's like. It doesn't matter how many people like us on Facebook. The only like that matters That's is it. the poem, man. The poem. Translate it. You know, if God, you're happy with us. That's what matters the most. That's the end. Like, We try to please so many people, but they're going to be haters all the time. Go ahead, Mufti Saad. So, I don't the, want to the, so that, hate, that, that, that thing we have, man, these kids are all haters. Haters going to hate. Like, you know, we say that a lot. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how per, the ulama, leaders, whoever we are, it doesn't matter who people, they, 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 there will be critics. There will be people who are, go beyond the limits with critics. Imam Shafi'i has this beautiful poem about this. I'm going to quickly say it and I'm going to translate it. He says, he says about the people's temperament. You know, it's about that the pleasure of people is a destination that you will never reach. You can never get there. So stop trying to be a people pleaser, be a God pleaser, right? So he says over here, He said, I smiled, I laughed. I mean, I laughed and people said to me, don't you have any shame? I cry when, I, when, they, when they see me crying, they're like, why is, this guy, why is this guy crying all the time? Why don't you ever smile? Then I ended up smiling one day. I said, these guys don't like me laughing. They don't like me crying. So let me just smile and walk around. And I said, Let me get the next one. Test me, got this one. Is that right? <laughs> exactly, you're right. But you got it. You got it. You got it. Don't, don't. Okay. So go ahead. So he said, so he said, okay, they don't like me laughing, they don't like me crying, they don't like me smiling, and these guys are hating. Okay, let me just walk with a straight face. You know, like mm -hmm. I something really something happened in my life. I I walked with a frown, you know, that straight face, Sheikh Abdul Aziz style. He's like, Oh, this guy's hiding something. You know, this guy's a poker face. Like, oh, this guy's hiding something. So, okay, what? Says, I stayed quiet. They said this man can't talk. He said, I started speaking. I said, this guy talks too much. He says, I was tolerant with their afflictions and hardships they put on me. And they said, this guy is not, I'm trying to be tolerant and stay quiet. Yeah. But they're saying, this guy is just weak. And if he had the capacity, he would have taken revenge. He said, if I ever responded, like if I just responded, you know, sometimes when people are criticizing you so much, hating you so much, so the way to, sometimes you have to respond, but you cannot over, you can't yeah, cross it's, it's always the good people that get hate. People like me and never get hated on, man. It's always people like you. People hate on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on their fault too. It's the spotlight. 
I don't come on, you put me on you can call Mufti Sahib. I'm not trying to watch I don't want no spotlight. But yeah, I mean we're in this we're in the situation where you will have you know you definitely, you definitely, you definitely need more light in that room if you need it. <laughs> you gotta hook me up with some light though. I mean, I don't that's all I got. I one of these days so, I'm gonna okay. one of these days I'm gonna show the audience where I'm sitting, they're gonna laugh. No, no, no. They said this guy's reckless. And then he says, this is the craziest part. He says, He says, when everyone is trying to sit down and talk about something and come to an opinion about something, if my opinion is different than theirs, they say, This guy, man, this guy is not a team's, a team's man. He's not a team's person. He wants to always go against what we want. And they say, If I agree with them, they say, He's a yes man. Anything we say, he's going to say yes to. So this guy, yeah. if I disagree, it goes, it goes with the flow. It goes with the flow. It goes with the flow. It's like if I disagree, it's a problem. If I agree, it's a problem. He says. Then at the end, he says, "This is the conclusion." He said, "I have realized and concluded that I've so long in my life, if I want to please people, it is. It doesn't matter what I do, I will always be criticized. Because look in this ayah, the Prophet Allah is saying." Even the prophets, every prophet, even the Prophet ﷺ had people who were hating on him, criticizing him, and you know, bashing him while he was living. That tells us that we can be better than the Prophet. This should not put us down. You know, that one ayah uh, that came in earlier, I think it was in Surah Al Imran, um, that um, that if something happens good to you, they don't like it. If something happens negative to you, they get very happy. But if you're patient mm. and you're only worried about what Allah thinks of you, then all their plotting and all their hating and all their propaganda can never affect you. So as an individual, think about this. And as a Muslim ummah, think about this. It doesn't matter what the news outlets put out there against us. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we will all go under the ground. And at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it only matters if Allah is happy with us. You know, so this ayah you know, is very powerful. And the next ayah, then you got to jump onto it. Yes. You know, Muftab, I'll jump on the next ayah. You, you said so many beautiful things. May Allah bless you, Mufti Sahib. You know, what do you recommend? People just put their heads down, do their job, do what's right, and Allah will be pleased with you. Is that what you recommend people to do? Don't worry about the rumors and, and the gossip and the discussions. What do you say? People who do a lot of things and they have to they have to hear so much negativity from people. Honestly, look, when you when if you're a pilot long enough, there's gonna be times Sheikh Sulaiman Mullah, I called him. If you're a pilot long enough, there's gonna be times where you're gonna be flying that plane with turbulence. So if you're going to be living long enough doing and doing work and MSAs, this and that, there is going to be turbulence, you know, and a good pilot is the one who can, you know, take care of his plane and fly during turbulence. That's when you get tested. So my advice is, look, if it comes at you, khalas. I mean, that's that you're in good, you're in good shape because this is what happened to the prophets. And now you have, a, you, you have the ability to fulfill one of the sunnahs. We should ignore and move on. The only, the only time we should be careful and pay attention to someone who criticizes if it's someone older or a knowledgeable person then at that time mm. we should not just be like oh these guys are just haters these are older people no no we should pay attention you know if someone is an elder or an alim he alerts you on something that's a different story but if it's your contemporaries and you know propaganda and someone saying something forget about it. we get too lost in comments too lost in these things people start fighting on youtube comments you know some non-muslim says something one non-muslim's comments not going to do anything to the prophet Shan. He's the greatest man to walk on the face of the earth. If someone says something about him, it's not going to bring, bring him lower. So stop fighting about that. Keep on moving on. Um, so this is what my, my, my advice about that. Muftisab, you know, in the next uh, two pages later, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides people. Wow. Verse number 21, 23, 
in Surah Al-An'am, chapter um, number chapter seven. Um, so if you look at this, Allah when He wants to guide someone, He expands their chest towards Islam. And if you think about it, He didn't say the number one. He didn't say qalb. He didn't say heart. He said chest because the chest is something that contracts and expands, right? The inhale and exhale. So there's a physical expansion and there's also a spiritual form of expansion. You expand. And that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Guidance is not something you can just be, you can't inherit guidance. Right? We have Nuh alayhi salam, his son couldn't be guided. We have Prophet's uncle Abu Talib, he couldn't be guided. We have Prophet's wives, Nuh, Lut, whose wives could not be guided. Right? We, you, you have a lot of on this content. But the, the main thing is, if Allah wants something good for someone, yashrah sadrahu al-Islam. And all you brothers and sisters who are Muslim, I want you to take a deep breath. Deep breath. And do a yoga move. I'm just, not yoga, I'm just yoga. I mean, do it. Take a deep breath and say, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah bi ni'mat al-Islam. Wa kafa bihi ni'm. Like you said, Mufti Sab. That Allah opened our chest. Yeah, we have our struggles, right? But this is the one of the, and whoever Allah wants to misguide, he makes his heart, he makes his chest very tight. As if this person is, you know, under some burden falling, the sky is falling upon this person. So brothers and sisters, we are so fortunate. In the tafsir of this ayah, the Prophet Sahaba asked, Is there a sign that Allah has expanded my chest? Now this is where you can, you know, diagnose yourself. Someone at-tujaf, someone is not inclined to this world anymore. If we're inclined to this world, everything is going to trouble us. Someone who's inclined to the next world, oh man, mufti sab, mufti sab. This is going to, I don't want to say anything about your turban today because I'm wearing a turban, but Hassan Basri. Hassan, mufti sab, you like Hassan Basri? Love him. Love him. Love him. All right. So Hassan Basri, he was, he was named by Umar bin Khattab. Anh. He was named by Umar. Chief. Who named you, mufti sab? Who named me? Yeah, not you, bro. You were too young to name yeah, me. <laughs> don't take credit for that one. I don't take credit for that. <laughs> but you know, but we 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 got we got our fathers tried hard with the ninety nine names. My father tried Abdullah, Abdurrahman, Abdulaziz, Abdul Wahab, Abdul Rahim. My mom's like, that's it. We're not going after ninety nine names. We're gonna stick to the five and call call it a day. You know, yeah, bichari, yeah. Alhamdulillah, yeah. mashallah. Bless my mom. Bless my father also. Ameen. So, um, so Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says. That you know, a prophet said, "To jafi min dar al ghurur, to to be in decline." What did Hassan Basri Rahmullah say? I thank you for putting me back on track. Hassan Basri Rahmullah says, "All my life, Bajan. That's what I do. I will. I make dua that Allah gives me a brother that whenever I slip, He catches me. And whenever I fall, or, uh, he, he, whenever I slip, He grabs my hand. Whenever I fall, He catches me. And whenever I need money, I got His wallet. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, Alhamdulillah. So someone." A believer in this world is like a stranger. Stranger. Like, he's like, I, I, like um, for my young brothers and sisters, let me say in their language, you might understand this, you're too religious for this lingo. A believer in this world got his own swag. What's up? Own swag. He doesn't, or she doesn't get overexcited when there's so many likes and followers. You know, I got to build myself like that. Sometimes I see people following and tuning in. I get excited. But, you know, to not to get overwhelmed with that, that's not a big deal. Like people compliment back to where we were talking about, you know, like what you said. You're going to have haters. You don't get overwhelmed and overexcited by 
all the compliments, you know, and then neither do you get depressed when someone doesn't appreciate you or recognize you. And then the Hassan Basri says, Lahu People gotta do what they gotta do. You got your own swag. Right? People are gonna go and they're like, subhanAllah, you see a person who's focused, walking in the airport, gotta catch a flight. You don't got time to go pick around, you know, uh, duty-free stuff like that. You know, it doesn't have time for the duty-free stuff. You know, he has a purpose, he has to go, like a, a, a doctor. He's on a on a roll, on a on a move. So may Allah want to give us that at tujafi min darul ghurur to to be inclined to be declined from this dunya, not have inclination to this dunya. Wa inaba tu khulud, and to have this this uh, this eagerness for the next world, right? Man habba liqa Allah, habba Allahu liqa. Anyone that wants to loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet them. But John, you know, I remember you mentioned this before, and I I, I coach you a lot on this. And that you told me I, copy, copyright of this up. Copyright, copyright. And, and it's really an interesting thing you say because this ties to the third ayah we're going to talk about today. So you okay. have the fact that, you know, you want to be careful that you don't get, your chest does not get constricted, you know, and you don't feel down. And it goes together. I see what you did to me. I see what you did to me. What did I do? You complimented me and you took my time away from talking. You're smart no, 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 no. guy. I'm going, to, I'm, going to come, I'm going to give it back to you. One second. Smart guy. You're so okay. smart. <laughs> so, so you have that first, first part, right? And the second part is how Sheikh Abdullah mentions about uh, the iman coming into the heart and how the chest expands, and finally, this is what you mentioned before, right? So how, so if someone's hurting our feelings, and if some, if we have haters and critics, and you know we don't find that we are inclined towards akhirah and we're so inclined towards dunya, what should we do? What should, how should we get rid of this? And how can we? What can be our sanctuary? And this ayah uh, in Surah Al-Araf is a beautiful ayah, and I want to talk about this, and we can conclude with this in ten minutes. But then you can talk about this too. And why it's so important, my, my older brother once said this. He said, look, on the day of judgment, Allah says, So standing in front of Allah, when Allah talks about it, it's called Qiyam. Qiyam in front of Allah is called, like standing in front of Allah, the Arabic word for that is Qiyam. What is the Arabic word for standing in Salah? It's also Qiyam, right? So a person, if he's not prepared to stand in Salah, in this world, then how will he or she be prepared to stand in front of Allah on the Day of Judgment? If a person yeah. is not inclined and, and overjoyed and you know happy and excited to stand in front of Allah today for Salah, then how can this person have this excitement in standing in front of Allah on the Day of Judgment? And that's yeah. where this ayah ties in, is Ya Bani Adam, O children of Adam, خُذُوا زِينَتَكُمْ عِنْدَ كُلِّ مَسْجِدْ وَكُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا لَا تُسْرِفُوا إِنَّوْ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمُسْرِفِينَ Allah says, O children of Adam, beautify yourself every single time you're about to stand in front of Allah in prayer. Now, yeah. does that make sense when Allah says, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I don't think we understand that standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa is actually standing in front of His presence. Ajib. You know, like His His majesty. And and we, we know when we go to the wedding, you talk about this all the time, Mufti Sahib. I'm calling you Mufti Azam. You know, <laughs> um, when we go and we get ready for a wedding, People get prepared for salah, just you know, in your PJs and whatever you are wearing. But I think we need to make a more of a commitment. So I think it's not just the, vir the virtue in the ritual. It's not just the virtue in the ritual, but it is the, everything that's associated to the ritual. You know, prepare, yeah. the preparing the post effect of it, all of it. So I want to just speak about one aspect because in the Western world, we have this very relaxed attitude. With just because it's it's a college life, right? We just get out of our bed, throw a sweat sweatshirt on, 
you know, walk with flip-flops, go to college, go to campus. And then we start doing that everywhere. So there's no, there's the Urdu word is, the, I love this Urdu word, Salika. Salika means knowing how to dress and, you know, and uh, present yourself in which scenario, in front of your parents, in front of your teachers, in the masjid. There's really no, there, in the previous, like even what our, our father, our parents from back home, they, you could still see even the ones that were not religious had the Salika, like which clothes to wear to the masjid, which, and Allah is telling us, reminding us over here, that the first thing you need to do is make sure you're standing in front of Allah. Imagine, Bajan, imagine. Just imagine. Okay, just imagine it. Just you imagine it. Okay, you do it better than me. Just you just you imagine it, Bajan. You, the one who has the tantalizing big words, the source next to you, the glucose fructose, that you get invited to a med school interview or a red, how will you like you can't okay, med school? Huh? Yeah, I get invited to Urdugan. Urdugan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, White House, or, or yeah, yeah, go to Turkey, whatever. You get oh, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump. I like Donald Trump. Donald Trump, you know, may Allah guide him. You know, like I really think, like people like him, God has ex exceptional mercy upon this type of person. He might get guided, you know. You know, Allah guide everybody. Allah guide mm -hmm. everybody. But you get you you get you get invited to some like really important interview. Like youngsters, I'm talking to you guys. Um, you know, we're we're applying to med school, applying for a job. How do we look and dress when we go to these job places for our interviews? I mean, Bajan, you're a big shark. How you have to interview all these people all the time, you know? I'm just giving you that example. But so when people come to you for the interview day, they're dressed so nicely. They're, you know, they're, they have good perfume on, they're very presentable. The salah time is an appointment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How should we dress in front of Allah? The women of our family, of our home. That one narration that Sahabi came to Prophet, and he said, He said, Ya Rasulullah, give me some advice, but keep it concise. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, you know, when you, he wasn't ready for taking a lot. Yeah. Keep it concise. And I love that about the Sahaba. They were so sincere and pure. He said, yeah, he said, in kunta salli salat, fasalli salat When you pray, make it like your last prayer. Like, do something good. You know? Exactly. Go like, you know, pray like that. And so the Arsala for Salihin, Ibn Taymiyyah talks about, in this ayah, Allah did not tell people to cover their aura, like just wear any clothes that covers your aura, because technically, if you wear any clothes that covers the portion of your body that has to be covered, your salah counts. But he specifically mentioned the word zina, adorn yourself, beautify yourself when you stand in front of Allah. This is an appointment with Allah. You should not be late to this appointment. That is why there's people that Sayyid bin Musayyib, 40, 50 years of their life, they never were late to their appointment with Allah. They were always there before takbir ula. Right? This is an appointment with Allah, right? So same thing with this in Ibn Taymiyyah talks about how the people of the past, whenever they used to come for salah, Tamim of Dari, he had one one pair of clothes that was that was worth one thousand dirham. One thousand, like the Armani of his, of the time. And he would only wear it before praying salah. And he would say, Rabbi man lahu fi salati. My Lord is more worthy of me beautifying myself for him in my salah. So we need to do that. And along in these lines, Allama Iqbal has the Allama, best. Allama Iqbal. Allama Iqbal has the best poems about this. Honestly, it makes me cry. He says, okay, wah, wah, wah. Sajda, sajda Wow. And this man was amazing. He says, he says, look, just just get up out of your bed and just start praying salah. Just this, 
just this posture of going up and down with no adornment and no you know uh, you know excitement this type of sajda only dunya lives in there log kehte hain ke bas farz ada karna hai people have this thought that i have to get just you know fulfill my obligation let me just pray for for fajr or duhr let me just pray mashallah that's a good thing at least we're praying then he says the way it looks aisa lagta hai koi ke koi qarz liya ho rab se it's as if someone has given your lord has given you a loan and the time of the loan payment of the loan has come so you just give the loan and leave like allah has not give you don't have, you don't owe anything to allah aisa lagta hai ke koi qarz liya ho rab se you kind of running away from him like, yeah like, just quickly doing it tere sajde kahin tujhe kafir na kar de ikbal tu jhukta kahin aur tu jhukta kahin aur hai or sochta kahin aur hai this sajda should not take you away oh ikbal you never know you're you're bowing in front of allah but thinking about something completely different right and this is this is it's just think about a spouse with their spouse thinking about someone else ajeeb 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 like it's how guilty you should feel Bajan, Bajan, I got another one for you. You do? Yeah. What's up? I'm about to take off my turban for you, man. Girte rahe sajdon mein, girte rahe sajdon mein ham apni hi hasraton ke khater. Iski khuda mein gire hote to koi hasrat baaki na rehti. I am saying to the audience to say wah wah nare takbir nare risalat. Iski khuda mein gire hote to koi hasrat baaki na rehti. He said, "We kept on doing sajda because it was just an obligation, or we had our own needs. Wallahi, if we fell in sajda out of love for Allah and an excitement to be in front of Him, then we would have no desires and no needs left in our life." So this is the ayah that talks about this. Ya bani Adam, khudu zina takum inda kulli masjid. We got it. We got to make. You know, if we prepare ourselves for weddings, my sisters, for two, three hours before, give it fifteen, twenty minutes before. Just prepare. Brothers prepare for a couple of hours nowadays. Brothers don't do much. They just. Trust but Jin, you put makeup on stuff on? Do you? No, I just put up. I just you know put on powder. And powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky. Just, just, just don't get caught in the CVS pharmacy or any pharmacy section. Go in the makeup section. These guys no, are watching us. We'll see you. No, no, Sephora. <laughs> Sephora. Well, uh, Sephora, Sephora, but you gotta say. I know, I gotta say like the DC said. <laughs> okay, خلاص man. But then honestly, I want to conclude. You crack me up. You make you know you you make me cry. Then you make me. I feel like you should just be the one speaking, and I should just be looking at. I I, I get more of it talking to you. No, what's up? You touch my heart. You touch my heart. But then it's thirty minutes. We gotta conclude with this. So this is the ayah. Let you know that in this araf, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala identifies the good people who are going to Jannah, who are going to Jahannam. Allah SWT, in the beginning of Araf talks about the first fight between Adam and our father. Adam, our father, and Iblis, our enemy. So Allah SWT tells us, this is what happened to your father, right? And and don't let this happen to you. Adam was in heaven. Shaitan was able to whisper to him, right? And <laughs> they're asking, how do we know of Sephora? Um, Habibi, we're not from like some Timbuktu. We live in America. But you got they don't see they don't see that they don't see that ankhon ke niche ajal yeah no but they we go to the mall they think we always you know we go to the mall once in a while just once in a while only once in a while just a quick story 23 hours in the mall one hour in the mall all right so move this up um so the shaitan made this covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a commitment of the shaitan 
He said, لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَعَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَعَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ That shaitan says he's going to come from the bottom, he's going to come from the top, he's going to come from the right and the left, everywhere. Muftah, stop smiling. I'm talking about shaitan right now, serious. He's going to come from every angle. And he's he is so he is so adamant to take us to Jahannam. This, this is his promise. So we need to know this. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put Adam Islam in Jannah. He said, Ya Adam, anta jannah. Eat everything, drink everything, have fun, but don't come close to this tree. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us the same thing. Enjoy, get married, kulu washrabu, get married, have children, you know, enjoy your life. You want to go for a park walk here, have play sports, do what you want to do. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do not do what's haram, don't do zina, don't drink, don't disrespect your parents, pray your salah in time. What happens is, Mufti Sab, just what happens. The shaitan, can you imagine? The shaitan never went into Jannah. He was outside of paradise. But he was able to influence our father, Adam in paradise. Right? Shaitan is not around in Ramadan, but we're still being influenced by his tricks and his, and his, and his plots. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something, something very important. The shaitan whispered. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they, they, and right away when this happened, Allah took away their clothes, right? From Adam and his wife. Man so now what's going on, shaitan is saying to Adam, and uh, look what I've been allowed. You know, like, you know, that's why parents call their children shaitan kabacha when they lie, but they're, they're referring to themselves. We shouldn't do that, right? Man rabbukuma. Didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you, uh, he said, Allah did not forbid you from eating from this tree only because. You, if you eat from this tree or you consume it, you will be a king here forever. You know what he did, Mufti Sahib? You know what they call this in psychology? Reverse psychology. <laughs> he played. Okay, but you're a psychologist today. Okay, go ahead. He played reverse psychology at Adi. Like, listen, listen, you know how we do it with our people? Like, don't do this, and they do it. That's what Adam and Islam got trapped in. Like, Shaitan was like, I'm telling you, the only reason Allah is stopping you from eating from this tree is that you can be here forever. Guess what happens? Shaitan, he's such a liar. He said, Wallahi, I'm telling you the truth. What happens? They take from this tree, they consume it. Right away, the blessings of Jannah are taken away. What happens? First thing, when you sin, Allah takes away the blessings of this dunya from you. Right? Number two. Now they're taking the leaves of Jannah, protecting their their their, their private parts and their aura, hiding their identity, and they're they're protecting their chastity. And then the the beautiful thing about this, Mufti Sab, and we conclude with this: everyone makes a mistake. Our father made a mistake in the in Jannah. Every Adam Everyone makes a mistake. Shaitan made a mistake. What is the difference between Adam being alayhi salam and Shaitan being Iblis la'natullah alayhi? The difference is this. Right? So in Quran, when you read this, even in the reading of Tisab, there's a you know, even the in the in the sakta, the waqf of the Quran, there's there is depth. You teach tafsir. They they both said, Oh Allah. So one could have said it, another one could have said Amin, like Musa and Harun's story. Here, they both said it. So they both felt guilty, extremely guilty. And then after Anfusana, you're supposed to stop and not break your breath. Isn't it right? Yeah. Now there's a pause. And if you don't forgive us, 
and you don't have mercy on us, we will be amongst those who are losers, those who are wretched. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave them. But brothers and sisters, Allah is most forgiving, especially in the month of mercy. We make mistakes, return to Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to forgive. And the shaitan is always going to be, last hadith, the prophet, like, Muftisab, this hadith is going to really give me hope and give you hope and all of our listeners hope as we conclude this discussion. Shaitan said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَبِعِزَّتِكَ وَجَلَالِكَ لَأَغْوِي بَنِي آدَمْ مَا دَامَتِ الْأَرْوَاحُ فِيمَ I will continue to misguide the son of Adam as long as there's, soul, there's a soul in his or her chest. As long as the, the lungs are pumping, inhaling, exhaling, I will continue to deviate this human being from the right path. Allah's reply, Allah's reply, and Shaitan said, by your honor by Allah, he took a qasam, he took an oath. So he recognizes Allah's status. He, he appreciates it. But he's shaitan. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah says, by my honor, by my dignity, I, I will continue to forgive them as long as they ask me for forgiveness. So you can try to do your best, but the moment my servant says, Oh Allah, forgive me, I forgive him. And Jannah is open for that person. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those Amen. who perish a lot and we enjoy it. Make us amongst those people that don't really get offended by people's compliments or people's criticism. Don't get too excited or too offended. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those people who are protective from shaitan. My, my parting advice to all of us to protect ourselves and our children from shaitan. In the morning, in the evening, blow it on yourself. Ayatul Kursi, Whoever reads Ayatul Kursi after Salah in the morning or evening, that you you become you become in, you become insulated from the whispers of Shaitan. You become protected from the Shaitan. And the Dua of the Prophet which helps you become rich, it protects you and it saves you from everything. Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. What the Malaika say? Kufita, wuqita, right? Waruzikta. You know, you are protected. You are protected, you are guided, no one's going to misguide you. Wuhudita, right? You're going to be guided, you're protected, no one's going to misguide you. So, Bismillah, Allah Allah will take care of your financial needs, Allah will take care of your spiritual needs, and no one can harm you. Wuqita, you are protected from all the plots of the people outside. So, Ayatul Kursi, Allahu la ilaha illa wa read it, have your children read it, and also the Mu'awwidat, you know, morning and evening. And then also, Bismillah, ask Allah to protect us from the parent enemy. He can see us, we can't see him, but Allah is all seeing and he can protect us from him. Inshallah, we'll see everyone tomorrow. Jazakallah for tuning in. I want to ask everybody to please like our Facebook page and also subscribe to our YouTube page and click notification. And everyone that's watching here, if you have 50, 60, 100 people plus watching on Facebook, and we have uh, hundreds of people watching on YouTube. If you can share it, if uh, the 50 people just plus share, the khayr will go to all parts of the world. Everyone will listen. Uh, and all, to the, all of our students, I mean, uh, the ones from Miftah or MII, we, they keep on saying salam and they say we are students. We miss you guys as well. Inshallah, we'll see you soon. Inshallah, we love we you. Everyone, even if you're not our students, we miss, we miss we you all. We miss you inshallah. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum. So, no TikTok. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Someone say go on TikTok. No TikTok. No, no TikTok. Assalamu alaikum. Naughty, naughty. TikTok naughty.